This is Joy. And this is Claire. Wow. That was festive. <laughs> and we also are joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Parrish, Joy's husband, who has never been on the podcast before in almost 10, 10 years. years. <laughs> Welcome, Scott. Thank you. Uh, One time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Which episode did you listen not, to? I'm not sure. It was, it was probably year three, maybe. Or maybe you just listen to me editing every week. I mean. I, I, I guess I hear most of the podcast that way. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm excited um, to be here. <laughs> I was telling Brandon that you were coming on and he was getting a little bit jealous, I think. But was he? He was on. He's been he on. on what, he was like, on in like year yeah, one. Yeah, year one or year two with um, super fan Chris G. Yeah. Throwback. We're excited to talk about a lot of things today. We are excited to have Scott on because as we've talked about for years and years, Scott has an uncanny ability to find fantastic gifts. And then his related skill that is suddenly wildly relevant Relevant. to this group (laughs) is an uncanny skill of finding concert tickets to last minute concert tickets. So we're going to talk about that as well. First, let's just say hi and catch up. What's new with you this week, Joy? What's new with me this week? Oh, my goodness. Well, I thought it would be really... First of all, it's sad that Bake Off is over. If you didn't listen to the finale, if you're not a Bake Off fan, you should go listen to our episode. Because we also had a really fun live audience for that one. So that was always sad when that's over. The other thing that I was thinking of when we were starting this episode, I was like, well, why don't I talk about maybe the first time that I realized Scott was such a great gift giver? Because it was... (laughs) It, I told, I have like two memories. I have two core memories. I, I think you know this, Scott. But the first one was, do you remember the party where we were like starting to talk again or like talk and I think we set up our first date at Miguel and Lindsay's engagement party? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember you gave... Tropicalia vinyl. <laughs> Say that again? Right? It was Brazilian. It was like a best of Brazilian Tropicalia music on vinyl that I got them. Yes. <laughs> That's a great gift. <laughs> and so everyone's at this party and I see Scott just like hand this vinyl to Miguel. And I was like, oh my God, what a thoughtful gift. Like, that's so nice. And it wasn't a party where people were just handing out gifts. It was really there. You know, we were there to just celebrate and hang out. But of course, I take note of Scott giving them this great gift. And so I was like, oh, that's so thoughtful. And then the first gift you got me, do you remember that? I don't. You don't? (laughs) It (laughs) was like... Remind me. It was the Alohas, the shoes. Oh, the dunks. Yeah. Yeah. So those were Nike dunks I got at Undefeated um, in LA, probably. Melrose, maybe? I don't know. But now those are like really popular. This is really a quiz. You're, you're scoring like a B minus on details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an A plus for concept. So it's it's so funny that the, those shoes now are worth like thousands of dollars. And, and they were just kind of a... I'm like, these are cool. They're making women's shoes now. <laughs> And that was like before we went to Hawaii for the first time together, I believe. I can't remember like when we went to Hawaii for the first time. But but I just remember that as the first gift. And then I remember you got me this like beautiful purse that we still have. I still have in the closet. I learned from that one never to get a woman a purse. Why? Like never. Can I see you didn't use it? I used it for a long time. I used it for a long time. And then I started to get smaller purses because it was a really big purse. It was this beautiful, huge leather purse, like a bag, like a big bag, like a Birkin bag type of size. 
like a tote size kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was amazing back. But I I learned there are certain things that you just can't buy, like certain gifts that people need to choose themselves. And I I will never buy Ubers. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so I funny because I love it. I like I guess I like keep it for. I was thinking about that this morning. I was like I should bring that bag out again, but it's just like a really really big bag. Yeah. Okay, so what else? Is are there any other like categories of things that you've realized over the years? Like, nope, it's best to just like people have what they their own specifications for those things, and it's not worth getting it as a gift. I think fitted clothes. I bought jeans over the years for Joy that are great, but they're just not what she's looking for. So, like anything that's fitted, like sweatpants are okay, jeans are not. Well, it's funny because you'll a sweatshirt's okay or yeah. a jacket's okay, but not maybe a sweater. So, kind of any anything that's like that has Where potential to be really too matters. small or mm-hmm. or not fit. Uh, yeah. You can't anticipate it. So Well, it's funny because that. he will look at jeans or sweaters and I always get mad because he'll send me these jeans and I'm like, I'm not going to fit into those because like, <laughs> it's like, don't you know my shoulders by now? But yeah, he'll th- he'll send me links to things that are like really cute, but then I'll get all snarky about, you know, jeans that don't fit me and shoulders that are too small. And so then he's just like, all right, well, I'm going to steer clear from that. I'll be like, I don't look at like that model. Can I use this moment to bring up Brandon's fatal flaw in gifting where yeah. he looks at my wardrobe and finds what I don't have? He'll be like, hey, I noticed – like the, the famous example is like, hey, I noticed that none of your sweaters have hoods, so I got you a sweater with a hood. And it's like, well, none of my sweaters have hoods because I don't like sweaters with hoods. <laughs> This has happened, like a version of that has happened almost every year we've been together where he's like, I got you this thing because I noticed you have a lot of things like this, but this detail is different. I'm like, oh yeah, because I don't like things with that, like that style of it. That's why I don't have any of them. And I finally have had to be like, listen, you, like I am a person who does not stray. Like I have certain characteristics that I like. And if I don't own anything like that, it's because I don't want something like that. Like, I will go out and seek out a, a sweater with a hood if that is what I wanted to wear. But thankfully, he's reined it a little bit. But I like I can see the logic. I've learned that from Joy too, where I'm like, oh, you need these staples. You need a fall jacket or a lighter jacket. And sometimes you go too far and you're like, oh, the reason she doesn't have it is because she doesn't like it. <laughs> That's hard though. It's hard to know if you're because I was telling Scott this yesterday too, and we before we were like putting together all that he was putting together his list, and I'm like, it's hard to know like what someone just truly doesn't want versus like trying to buy them something that you that they didn't know they need. Because Scott has bought me, he's given me some really great gifts that I'm like, wow, I didn't know that I needed this. And then that's all I wear now versus so it's not there's not a perfect system. It's it's really hard. I Yeah, maybe it's like if there's like a true hole where this item could be, then that is a sign that maybe this is something that's missing versus like if this is a variation of something that you have, then that might be more trending towards like, okay, maybe this is just not their preference. That's a tricky one. I mean, I feel like at this point we are just jumping right into it. So we might as well just get started with our Scott Parish yeah. gift guide. What do we got, Scott? Scotty P. Well, so for those of you who have not been following us on Instagram stories the last couple of days, yeah. we asked everyone to send us their toughest person on their gift list. And a couple of themes actually really emerged. So Scott looked through them and has picked a few. I'm not sure exactly how he's done it, but it was interesting to see that 
the main themes were kind of like people who have specific interests but have everything or buy themselves their own stuff already. People who seem to not like anything and are just grumpy and angry. This mostly were put, uh, like applied to people's in-laws or like grumpy cousins or aunts and uncles who it's like they don't seem to like anything. So what do I get them? Maybe they hate the holidays. Yeah. Or they're just like grumpy people. And so like they're not gonna be happy with anything I get them. Then a lot of sort of subsets of like, I don't know this person that well, maybe like a boss or that's a white elephant or, you know, like I just can't quite put my finger on this person. Exactly. Somebody in the chat just put the grumpy cat. Yeah. Grumpy. What do you buy a grumpy cat for Christmas? And so it was just really interesting. Or and the the other one that felt like it came out was like this person has these specific interests, but they don't want anything related to those specific interests. Or the person who just like does not want gifts at all. So there were a few archetypes that I thought was so interesting that like in literally the hundreds of people who submitted tough to buy for personas, they kind of all fit under one of those categories um, with a few hilarious outliers. So I'm curious, Scott, to see which ones you honed in on <laughs> that you're going to tackle today. Also, it seemed like 15% uh, have a significant other or a husband that's an engineer. For some reason, <laughs> yeah. engineer stuck out on every single one. Yeah. Let's start. So just a couple themes. So I, I started with um, sister-in-law, sister, gal pals. Like what are some cheap, simple gifts to get? So one, and I'll put some of these in the chat. Yeah, you can put stuff in the chat. Eyes. And then I'll also put everything that Scott has, I will put in the show notes. Don't you worry. We'll put together this little gift guide and we'll make sure everybody knows. Outdoor Voices is having 70% off sale. They'll probably have something Wednesday too. And that's like the only time of year to buy their stuff. But their cloud knit line, and and this goes for dudes in your life too. Like their cloud knit t-shirt is all I wear. Mm -hmm. So all of their material, like if it's a crew, if it's the sweatpants, if it's the shorts, um, if you can get it 50 to 60% off, like it's a go-to simple staple five or six different colors. So I rotate like black t-shirts, navy t-shirts all the time. That's all I wear. So for the guys in your life, that's a go-to sweatshirt that, that kind of has an athletic fit. It's not too tight like Lululemon. And the women in your life, like the, the Cloud Knit Crew, I think is about $49 right now. So it's a good staple that lasts forever. Joy still has stuff that's three to five years old with it as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Joy. I, do you still wear all you wear outdoor voices? the time? I all I love their CloudNet, and you were the one obviously that introduced me to CloudNet. And by the way, we were recording this on Sunday the twentieth, so the sales that we're referring to will drop. This is obviously going to drop on Thanksgiving if you're listening to this in real time. So the sales yeah. will you'll probably want to look for on Thanksgiving, like as of this recording today in Black, Black Friday. Friday yeah. starts. Last like week, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of e-commerce. The real. Like, yeah. In terms of the e-com world, real Black Friday really starts Thanksgiving morning. And that's when like you'll start to see the deals kind of roll out and then they'll keep going through Monday most likely for the most part. I mean, everybody's doing things a little bit different this year. Like everyone seems to have just like thrown out the e-com playbook as someone who is in, in charge of a marketing for a large e-com site. It's like people are just going berserk. So I would say that like generally speaking though, by the time you hear this, the best deals are still to come. So that's a plus. That's why we're doing it also in this time frame. <laughs> Very true. 
Um, second thing, 40 bucks, and I don't know why this is a thing, but Stanley that makes like old school coffee cups right now, it's a thing to have the water quencher. They, yep, it almost seems like the they've replaced Hydro Flask. Okay. This, okay. This is like a so, fitness influencer trend. It's actually yeah. sort of like a um, Mormon mommy blogger trend. Is it really? Oh. Why? I'm I'm out of the loop. I don't know. On this. It just okay. started that way, like that that like big Stanley like thirst quencher sort of looking thing. I'm drinking it so much water. It started as like a Mormon mommy blogger trend, and now it's become like a like a fitness influencer trend because it comes in like sad beige colors. <laughs> Nicole is drinking out of one right now. It's great. <laughs> so. Like the colors are exploding. Like I, um, I just linked the Stanley website, but even Dick's Sporting Goods is now carrying like twenty five colors for them. So, so I figure that's a good staple. Forty bucks, pretty easy. On the higher end of things, um, this is something that Joy got last year at the Nordstrom sale, but um, a PMD microderm micro abrasion tool, and they're a hundred bucks on Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Let me look it up. Joy is Vanna whiting her face right now, for those of you who are listening. <laughs> Don't I look 25? Joy, do you think it's worth the investment versus uh, going somewhere and having it done? Yes. I would say for the sale price, and I think I said this after I purchased it, is I wouldn't buy it regular pr- price. If so, if you're giving it as a gift, definitely, because it's a great like in-between. But it does not replace a facial just because facials are amazing. However, I do find that when I use it, your face is like just as smooth smooth as if you got a facial. So I'm a fan. And I also like their cleaner, the one that has like, I guess it's like the exfoliator and like the jade or the red, whatever it's called, the rose quartz thing on the other side. That's another great one too. Does Scott know about how when you posted this on Instagram stories, everybody thought it was a vibrator? I don't know. <laughs> Did I tell you that, love? I don't think I told you that. It looks like one. Yeah. She yeah, was like, I'll give you a review. And everyone was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was mortified. It was mortifying. Yep. Uh, that is funny. So those are kind of the gal pal, sister, sister-in-law <laughs> I ideas. I love gal pal. I love the phrase. Gal pal. Gal pal. I th- someone said that. The other idea that my family does that my dad is obsessed with is giving very, very ornate greeting cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my family cool. does this where my dad buys, you know, the it plays three songs and it's $25 and everyone has a laugh around the card. But he always puts a thoughtful message and handwrites in there. Um, it's really cool. So one, one thing I've given over the years is love pop cards and i've given joy they actually make like bouquets like giant paper bouquets that you can oh joy's showing one right there exactly but they have I've all saved sorts of it because it's so great really cool love pop yeah it's so pretty and i keep it at my desk because i'm like this is beautiful yeah yeah so i think you know there were a lot of comments about my boss or someone significant like that like this would That's be a, a fun idea. little card for uh someone in your life that regardless of category along that line like keels keels facial cleaner keels lip balm keels facial cleaner like you'll 
buy at Nordstrom, there's a facial cleaner and moisturizer pack that's $22. Lip balm pack is $25. And it's like holiday flavors. Those are always good little stocking stuffers and easy to do. And you can sometimes if you play it right, like a couple weeks before Christmas, they get down even cheaper at Nordstrom as well. But I think even the Kiel side has them 30% off right now that'll go through Black Friday. That feels like it would be a good yeah, it feels like it would be a good like secret Santa potentially too. Like for sure. that would be great for something. So for somebody who's like your colleague that you don't really know that well, mm-hmm. but who doesn't love moist skin? Their hand cream is so great in the winter months. It's like the ultimate hand cream or something. It's I go through that stuff like crazy. So that's always great. Another thing that I always seem to give that seems to be a big hit with my mom, my sister and Joy is uh, Joe Malone clone set. <gasps> that's like five different uh, smells. So that's on the higher end. It's... but that you can have different categories of people that you're giving that for. So my mom loves it. My sister loves it. Joy loves it. Joe Malone. But then I opened our closet and Joy has like 25. Yeah, they last forever. So you have to be careful. Yeah, like you don't have to. You can get like one bottle or two bottles and they're little tiny bottles and I wear it daily and I still can't go through it all. But we were talking yesterday too. They have a body wash that you got me for my birthday this year and I love it. It is so, I guess it's like a hand and body wash, but we use it, we use it in the shower. And every time Scott get, gets out of the shower, I'm like, oh my gosh, you smell so good. Like it, it like perf- perfumes your whole body instead of just like, you know, you wash your body, you don't, you have, then you have to put perfume on. It is divine. And that you can use quickly. So you're not going to like waste because the body wash is amazing. I think what my mom likes about it is just the variety. Like the scents are all completely different. And so it's a good package. And you can layer them. People can pick and choose. You can layer the scents. Sandy, fun fact, Sandy also, mom Sandy also loves Joe Malone. And she put together a spreadsheet list of the combination of smells that go best together. It's like in her medicine cabinet. Like she posted it, taped it to her medicine cabinet so she could... (laughs) I was like, that is a lot of work, but great. That is smells- dedication to smelling yeah. great. Yeah. A lot of love for spreadsheets in the chat. So Claire, I got something for Evie here. Oh, great. Small children. Are- okay. This is great actually because- Small children. They- small children, if you if they are not your small children, they can be very hard to buy for. And everyone, for those that don't have children, love the aunt and uncle gifts and- splurging a little bit on that. Joy and I give great gifts to our nieces and nephews. Yes, we do. So these are kind of fun. They're they're costume gloves. So or- cute. Evie, I could totally see these on Evie. Okay, wait, put this in the chat. I got to open up the link. They're jeweled gloves. They look really, really fun oh, for anyone who likes God. to play dress up. <laughs> that is so fun. So fun. Okay, so for people who can't see this, I feel like we're on the Home Shopping Network right now. <laughs> Leopard print gloves with like bejeweled, the um, cuffs are bejeweled and then they have like little humongous bejewels on the fingers to look like rings. So it looks like you are this, like wearing these big costume rings over the outside of your gloves. Evie would love these. And they're like bejeweled so around cute. the wrist. Best believe I'm still bejeweled. Yep. They're so fun. And and really the Nordstrom side, whoever their buyers are, pick out all sorts of fun gifts like this, like under $50. So look at the Nordstrom site for gifts under $50. They have 
variety of pet gifts and um, really, really fun stuff. But it typically by the first week of December, it sells out most of the good stuff. Yeah, Scott's all, Scott is also really good at knowing if you should buy now or if you should wait because it's going to go on sale. We should also yeah. make sure you know, you're very good. If, if we're at the store, I don't know, we'll be at like Lulu or the mall or whatever. We'll be at Nordstrom and I'll be like, oh, I want this. And you'll be like, wait. It's going to go on sale after whatever, if you can wait. Like there's certain things you can wait for because it will go on sale. And I wish I could like share that secret with everybody because it's like, it's so individual, but I think that's a really fun talent that you have. Well, and really joy, it's about your taste and your favorite color being confetti and you liking fluorescent yellow things that people, other people won't buy. (laughs) And so it's more so... Let's not pay full price for that now because no one else is going to buy it. <laughs> it's going to go on sale. There's also an interesting thing happening right now that's like a kind of like a like a macro supply chain issue where people were backed up in their supply chain for so long and now retailers are getting shipments all at once of like months and months and months of stuff. So like people were really low stock on a lot of things over the summer and now all of their spring and summer stuff showed up with a lot of their fall stuff. So you definitely are yeah. also going to see discounts on things, a lot higher stock on like quote unquote past season styles because they didn't arrive in the past season. They arrived right now, but now they're old. And so you can't really still sell them. So it's interesting. A lot of retailers are dealing with this like glut of inventory where all of a sudden all of this stuff that they, you know, if you were trying to shop over the summer, you noticed like stuff was was really hard to find. And now it's all in the warehouses if they can get it out of their warehouses, uh, which is the other problem. But I noticed that yesterday I, I was in Best Buy yesterday and I couldn't find six months ago a computer monitor I was looking for. And now just the walls are lined with computer monitors and Totally. And- the other big one is footwear. There was yeah. like a huge and I don't know if all footwear, but particularly like technical footwear, running shoes, there like, you know, if you went into an REI over the summer, there were literally signs on the wall saying like, sorry, we don't have any shoes. And now their distribution centers are like semi-trucks backed up down the road full of shoes. Yeah. So it's a good thing to have a good problem to have for consumers, not a good thing for retailers, I guess. Their over overabundance is our Black Friday sale. M- move into the guy stuff. Like some of, uh, they really crack me up. Some of the entries, like 43 year old husband buys for himself what he needs, slightly manly, doesn't like things. <laughs> and early mid 30s scientist and does CrossFit, uh, likes bougie high end things. So there was a variety of things that I just kind of wanted to pick for categories. Okay. So before we go any further, Let's talk about our favorite gifting thing for the year, which is Ned CBD. You guys know and love our sponsor, Ned. I do actually love giving this as a gift. It is a little bit of a higher price point with their CBD oils and their botanical blends or CBD and botanical blends, but it is such a high value and those things do last for quite a while. I love giving also like the little mellow drink packets, I think would be really, really great. That's a great gift. In like a little, they you can buy them in little sampler sets mm-hmm. and that would be so cute in like sort of like a spa themed gift package. That would be perf- the perfect thing to include in that. They have a ton of really cool products that are not just their 
tinctures are not just their CBD oils or blends. Of course, you all know that we are obsessed with their chapsticks, like the perfect stocking stuffer. So go to halona.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order and browse around. They do have such a cool assortment of stuff. And all of it is really super high quality. As you guys know, we talk about this every single month. They have amazing quality standards. All of their hemp is grown in Colorado. They just hold themselves to such a high standard of not only quality, but also of intentionality. We really recommend checking them out for all of your gifting needs. When you buy from them, you're also supporting an awesome small business that's really dedicated to so many of the values that we stand for and you know, when it comes to caring for the planet, caring for each other and being intentional. So check them out. Helena.com again, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order. Thank you for supporting the sponsors who support our podcast. And this is a great way to shop small over the holidays as well. Yes. Thank you guys guys so much. All right. We're diving into the men in our lives. Go. Dude section. Dude section. So outdoor voices. Here's a shirt so they have a fast track long sleeve shirt that's really kind of lightweight it'd be great after a workout you could even wear it during the workout so it's like a breathable t-shirt long sleeve t-shirt so um comes in a variety of colors but just get a guy like charcoal or black and they'll wear it all the time and they (laughs) probably will wear it four times and not wash it but Easy, easy. And then also we mentioned earlier the cloud knit stuff, like they have a long sleeve cloud knit t-shirts I wear all the time and things like that. But I thought that was a pretty good price for just like the guys that do CrossFit and work out. Mm-hmm. Um, just a good layer for them. Mm-hmm. For the people that like bougie things, and this is this is absolutely my forte, but <laughs> you're so bougie. For the sneakerheads in the world, yesterday was a big day. The Air Jordan Chicago's 1985, the very first pair that Michael Jordan wore came out through Nike. So they sold out immediately. Okay, are you just saying this? Be- are you just saying this to brag that you got a pair? <laughs> I luckily won a pair, and usually I strike out all the time. But uh, it's like an app, and you do a drawing, and I ended up getting kind of like the Taylor Swift tickets. But if you have a sneakerhead in your life, these are probably their top three shoes of all time and this colorway in particular so unfortunately right now there may be you may have luck finding them uh as they drop again but they sell out immediately so your best bet is ebay StockX uh for that but if you want to get a really nice gift for a sneakerhead in your life i suggest that okay hold on i have to ask i have no concept of sneaker culture how much would Something like that, finding that on eBay. How much are you expecting to pay? So they were $160 retail yesterday. I mean, that's like a pair of shoes. Okay. Like a nice pair of sneakers. And now that I think they're going for about $450. Wow. Okay. And these are not shoes you wear, right? These are not for wearing. These are just for owning. These are the ones that you wear. These are like the ultimate shoe. So the, the colorway is beautiful on them. And... The red, black, and white. Let me see if I can put a picture in the chat. But JK says sneakerheads are pretty much the OGs of dynamic pricing. <laughs> yes, that is so true. And and really, this is probably the most sought after shoe for the year. And that's why Nike dropped it yesterday. So here's the other thing about the market price. So everyone got them yesterday. They're going to get them shipped. 
and then they resell them. So the price will actually go down next week. So wait a week, look at them, see if you can get it a little bit cheaper. Um, but StockX is a good way to buy shoes that are sold out everywhere. You can find different shoes and what they're going for. They usually turn it around in a week and a half. So the shipping takes a little bit longer, but that's something you could do. Catherine asked, how many pairs of shoes do you have, Scott? I don't count. <laughs> Is it more than 100? Uh, probably 100, I would think. If I open this closet right here, I wish I could turn the camera around and show you everything that's in there. <laughs> okay, so... Again, like for somebody who's maybe buying a gift for a sneakerhead but is not a sneakerhead themselves, what – so we've like established yeah. the price range. What would – if you were to go on StockX, you said it's called? StockX? StockX is one way to buy it resale. Right. If you were to go on there, like what would be a killer price that you'd be like, oh my gosh, buy those immediately? Anything less than four fifty? No, for this particular yeah. shoe. And a base, it's based on the size too. So if you're looking for a size 12, it's usually a little bit more. So it's also based on the size – in the price, like a, a size 12 is $425 right now, but a size 7 is $360. So it's even dynamic based on the number that they made in that particular size and demand for it too. So it constantly adjusts. You can also put in bids for shoes and buyers can actually accept it. So you could try to lowball and see if you get a pair that way too. But there are, so the other way to get them besides paying over retail is Nike has an app called sneakers S N K R S. And then that they'll do drops every morning at 8 AM you put in, and then it's just a crapshoot lottery. They choose you or not. And that's how you can get them for retail. I don't know. I probably try for 15 pairs of shoes a year and usually win two times. Um, but I'm very excited. I won these yesterday, but it's, uh, you're not guaranteed a pair by using that app, but that's a way you can get them cheaper too. If they drop certain shoes that the sneakerhead in your life is looking for. I feel like this, this like be its whole entire own podcast. I, I know. I was like, he really wants to go down the rabbit hole of shoes, but we're going to rail it back in. All right, let's go. Yes. Let's keep the train moving. Other thing. So Phillips one travel toothbrush, $25. So anywhere that sells like Target right now, Best Buy, you can get them. Usually they're about $50. You can get them for $25. So similar to the Quip toothbrush. So if you have someone who's traveling or doesn't have an electric toothbrush, Sonicare usually is like 100 bucks. They came out with this cheaper version of it. So that's a good kind of stocking stuffer for $25. I might buy that for myself. That sounds great. My Electric, I got an off-brand electric toothbrush like four Christmases ago and it died. Too bad none of these are affiliate links because. <laughs> this this is a rechargeable battery, USB-C, and I keep it, I just keep it in my luggage for when I travel. So if you have a second toothbrush and you're always forgetting your toothbrush like I am, it's easy to, cheap an easy way to do it. Other thought that we gave to our both sets of parents last year, um, if you have aging parents or or you're aging yourselves like Joy and I are, <laughs> and you're always sore. Therabody makes uh, recovery air boots. Like you see all the Olympic athletes wear them mm -hmm. and you put them on for an hour. This is a great time of year to get those because 
like the Therabody Recovery Air Boots are $350 right now. Usually I think they're $600. If you're looking for a gift for, I think Joy and I got it for us one year. Yeah, our we gifts did. to ourselves. Yep. But then we got them for our, our parents last year. Uh, both sets of parents that love them. They love them. So it just, it really, the next day, your legs just have absolute new life. So if you got a runner in, you're your life or any of the crossfitters that are feeling extra sore. It's nice to have this around the house mm-hmm. and put them on while watching TV at night and your legs are refreshed in the morning. I feel like you're multitasking, you know, you're just like, I'm recovering my legs. So like then, efficient. Yeah, like, you're so efficient. An email and you're, but like, my mom has, has developed some circulation issues in her legs. And so this has really helped her whenever she's on her feet a lot, they're volunteering a lot downtown in the city they live in. And so I'll, I'll make sure I'm texting her, like, make sure you use your recovery boots. And she loves them. And then she'll send me a picture of her using them. And it really helps. I thought about getting these for John Hay. He also loves like nothing more in his life than a foot rub. My dad also owns a hot tub. That's like a two person hot tub that only he uses in his backyard. And I feel like this is, yeah, he's like never not owned a hot tub in my lifetime. He just loves it so much. I think hot tubs feel like people soup, but that's maybe that's just because I'm used to being in a hot tub with my 75 year old dad. I was looking at these though, because he had hip replacement surgery like 10 or 11 years ago at this point, And they're starting to bug him. So I was going to get him like the ones that look like hockey shorts. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to find just the little short, the little short ones, but I feel like the the foot leg ones would still be helpful. Yeah, we got a, we got a pair relaxing. of the ones that go around your hips too. That Those are amazing as well. Yeah. The hip attachment. I can imagine, like, was that a Celestial Seasonings, like one of the graphics? Like, I can imagine two bears in a hot tub. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't, it should be. Or something. The, it, <laughs> the fact that, like, the Sleepy Time Bear, one thing I have talked about is that a couple months ago, my dad told me that he started sleeping in a sleeping cap because, or in like a night, like a real live nightcap because he's going bald and hit my stepmom keeps the thermostat really low. And I was like, I have to get him a sleeping, like a sleep shirt now so that he can, and like a sleepy time bear nightcap so that he can just walk around his house looking like the actual sleepy time bear. He can sit in his chair next to his fireplace and drink his tea in his nightcap. Like that's my dad. He, but he doesn't know it. He doesn't know that bear. he's actually turning into the sleepy time bear. And the fact that the sleepy time bear is like having such a moment in culture right now. We've been it talking is. about this a lot recently. Right. Like, and people, everybody always is sending me the sleepy time bear memes, which I love a lot. And it's, it is just so funny. Um, also, Scott, you didn't. I think when, did we talk about this a couple weeks ago that I'm getting I'm getting a new sleeve tattoo and all of the pieces in it are like all the herbs and sleepy time tea. And oh, cool. my tattoo artist was like, "You're so cottage core," and I was like, "Oh, that's not. No, no, I. <laughs> I'm not my dad just is like, John Hay. Yeah, and then I asked the other. She was like, "You must really love sleepy time tea. Like, does you drink every night?" I'm like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta clarify here that I'm not just like the world's biggest sleepy time tea fan." <laughs> because it's like having a moment. She was like, "Oh my gosh, everybody loves that." It's like, wow. Okay, let me. Wait, inter- is is cottage core a thing? Like, oh, that's yeah. actually. It's like a, a huge <laughs> thing right now. We're like, that's why like. My, like toadstools are coming back and like that kind of like Y2K toadstool frog sort of vibe. It's a subset of that where it's very like everything's cozy. Everything is like kind of, yeah, like foresty and like it's a, a real big trend right now. Oh let me, gosh. let me interject really quick. Scott and I were talking the night that you and I were text like the three of us were texting together. <laughs> he was like, what did you say? Like if Brandon's going to be in the chat or something, I was like, yeah, what do we get Claire? It was like, okay, she loves surfing. 
She loves soup. She loves like all these things. And then Scott's like, what about just a gift certificate for tattoos? And I was like, that's perfect. (laughs) That could be a tricky one because you need to definitely know what the tattoo artist is you want to go to. And like so many tattoo artists are so booked out that they don't do gift certificates. Oh, interesting. I will say though. Um, that is how I like got on the books with my current tattoo artist who's impossible to get on is that last year she did gift cards like right around Christmas. But it's also tricky because like if you buy a gift card because getting on the books can be so hard, it doesn't always like guarantee that you'll get a spot. So they don't often do because effectively, like if you buy a gift card, you're like holding your spot. Yeah. And so it can get it, like it's just interesting with the way that a lot most popular tattoo artists had such a huge backlog after COVID that they're still waiting for people who like, because, you know, if you're waiting to get a tattoo, you'll wait two, three, four years. If that's a tattoo you really want, no problem. And so they're still like dealing with clients who were rescheduled over COVID and haven't been able to get back in. Anyway, fun fact about tattoo artists. But it is a fun idea. It just can be really, that's one that like you really have to know exactly what you're getting. That's so funny. I've followed on social media like your sleeve. I had no idea of the connection to it. That's awesome. That's very cool. I got two more ideas. Okay. So this is kind of, I guess this this category is kind of family, like for everyone, everyone gather around, put the Therabody leg things on. I love Legos and this Starry Night Lego that comes with the little Van Gogh that MoMA commissioned. I got for my birthday. I still haven't put it together, but it might be a fun family activity. And it's definitely something you could keep around in the house too, as compared to some of the other Star Wars things you get tired of. This might be something that's actual art in your house. So so Van Gogh Starry Night Lego set is pretty cool. And then just some big picture ideas of sites to check out like and this kind of got me going with the lego set but the um, museum of modern art has an awesome store and all sorts of holiday gifts and there's a, actually a couple toadstools on their site so uh, cool. so th- if you're into cottage core uh there's probably some references to that in there but I think I, I got my sister a Swatch watch that was kind of Van Gogh Swatch watch a couple of years ago from here, and they shipped it like within three days. So the, definitely the moment store, if you've got someone that's a little more artistic, or I was thinking of the engineers in your life, like they've got some fun desk things yeah. and vases and things like that that are done by major artists. So highly suggest checking out that site. I was on there yesterday, love, because I saw when we were looking at the catalog um, and I bought, I found something really cool that I actually bought somebody because I was like, this is amazing. And I'm going to say it because I don't think they listen but it's a um, vase that you put an avocado pit on the top, and then it makes your avocado pit bloom. <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, and you can do the same thing, I think, with an acorn. I'm like, what an amazing idea. Anyway, so I thought that was really cool because it's like super unique. And then everyone eats avocados and then they could be like, cool, I'm going to just watch this avocado pit bloom. And then the other thing I want to back up on is when you got me the Lego bouquet last year, because I agree with you, like some people don't want Legos that are kind of more like toy looking around the house. I mean, maybe you do. You bought that bouquet when I put that together and I put it in this awesome little vase that I had. It was like a, a ceramic vase. that's like really pretty. And we still have it in the house. And every time I look at it, I'm like, that's really fun. And it, so I think the Lego thing is a really cool thing when you can kind of like look at it as like an art piece. Totally agree. So one, one last thing is 
just like local markets or for, I know we got people in Indianapolis, Michigan and stuff like that. But for those of you in Colorado, the horseshoe market is going to be November 26 and 27th at the Highlands Masonic Temple, which is on Federal Boulevard. But they also did something new I don't think they've done before. Um, the third and fourth, they've expanded in the Breckenridge Brewery in Littleton. They're doing a giant thing in Littleton with over 40 different artists, local artists, and things like that. So for those of you in Colorado, I kind of, Joy, I think we should go to the one at Breckenridge Brewery because it looks amazing yeah. with all these different artists. But I'm sure there's lots of different local options. But for those of you in Denver, it's just a great collection of artisans and you'll find plenty of ideas yeah. there as well. Yeah. And I think no matter where you live, if you just look for artists markets in your area that you could support small businesses, uh, and even looking at Small Business Saturday, as of this recording on Thanksgiving, Small Business Saturday is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, right? That's another thing that you can look up to make sure that you're supporting small businesses and giving back to your community. So I think that's a, another idea too, something very unique. So that's my list. I think I exhausted everything. Yay. We did a deep dive on sneakers. You did so. great. <laughs> we can always come back and do a deep dive on sneakers if you want. Yeah. We'll indulge. I wanted to say also about the Legos is like, I feel like almost any adult would actually love a Lego set. Like don't, that is such a fun thing. Having rediscovered Legos kind of, I was even not that into Legos when I was a kid, but now Miles is really into them. And it is so relaxing. It's sort of like a, the perfect, you know, that perfect meditative mental yes. state where you have to be like really focused on something. So Legos are actually a really fun idea. And I feel like almost anybody would be excited to unwrap a Lego set. I totally this agree. For me? Heck yeah. It's like you so actually fun. get like, and it's such like a kind of classic toy too, that it's like very um, inner child speaks very much to your inner child. Yeah. Well, I even like have so, like the, the, the VW bus you got me. Um, I have yeah, it in my so office cute. still and I'll be like, oh, that's really fun. And I think like, I'm just going through some of the comments too, before we move on to Tay Tay. Some, I think it was Amanda said shopping at Etsy is really great. And again, like supporting sure. artists. I think that's such a wonderful idea. Two things I wanted to mention adding on because Scott is so hard to give gifts for. <laughs> Um, he either has to just flat out tell me what he wants, or I will try. Last year, I got you a subscription to the Craft Beer Club, which you liked, right? Like, that was yeah, good. Yeah, it was great. So the craftbeerclub.com, they have amazing packages that you can send gifts. And then a coffee subscription that you continued after, I like, I think it was like three or four months you can buy for. So that's another great one. Those are good ones. Our mother, My mother-in-law always gets us Cheese of the Month Club, and I love it. Mm. And it's like kind of, che you know, cheesy. Hi, I really didn't mean to do that, but I'm glad I did. And <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, it's still so fun. Like those kind of subscription clubs, I think you can think that they're a little bit like gimmicky, but they are actually fun to get something and like try something that's a little bit different, particularly when it comes to consumables like coffee or cheese or wine or whatever. Yeah. Joy, sign me up for the cheese of the month club. Oh my God. Time. Yes. Scott is on a cheese plan constantly. We call it the cheese plan because that's all he'll buy those um, big platters of cheese at Costco and just eat the whole thing. Okay. Let me look up to Scott. Do you remember the name of the coffee subscription I got you? I don't know off the top of my head. All right. If we find it, we'll post it yep. in the show notes. The mystery will be solved. Okay. The, the next big conundrum that we're all facing, everyone in the world, the, the concert ticket sale debacle of our lifetime. So a fun fact about Scott is, again, he is has the algorithm down for getting concert tickets that are sold out. So Scott, if you were looking for Taylor Swift tickets, tell us what to do. 
And here's what I think is crucial. How long to wait? Like, what is the time frame here? Because I think a lot of people right now are rushing out immediately yes, to buy. They're, they're panicking. The first, they're panicking and they're like, right. they're buying the, the, the first because they're like, they canceled the public sale. These tickets aren't going to get any cheaper. I better just get them now. Talk us off the ledge. Okay. So a couple things. I looked this morning, uh, mile high, like 500 level, very top nosebleed going for $450 for, and she's doing two nights there. So there's a couple variables that kind of I've been thinking about. One, the general on sale never happened, but yet they say they sold everything through pre-sale. That doesn't really happen. So there, there are, there is an inventory of tickets that haven't been released yet. So I think those tickets eventually will come up. I I don't know behind the scenes if Taylor said people don't get access because they're spending 10 hours in queues, like the general on sale would have been a nightmare and been even worse because people don't have pre-sale codes. So I think they just kind of abandoned it because they didn't have the technology in place to meet the demand. But I think those tickets still exist. That being said, every concert in my life that I've gone to the day of or the day before, they will release tickets. And usually they're tickets reserved for production, family and friends. Taylor's a whole nother thing. But last time Taylor was in town, we were able to buy front row club level, almost face value. I did that for the Red Hot Chili Peppers this year. So the best seats do get released like a day and a day and a half beforehand. And then sometimes the pricing also two to three days beforehand will actually start to bottom out because of the volume of the number of people buying tickets and things like that. So are you going to be able to get a ticket for under $200? I don't know. I mean, it, it, it seems like it, but I, I, do, I think right now I would stay and hold and see where the general on sale is. Unless you can find something under $200, I would, I would sit and wait and you'll probably have a chance at it. So check every month or every other week sites like StubHub. Eventually Ticketmaster will probably start doing resale too. So you got to watch that when you go on Ticketmaster to buy the tickets. There'll be two categories. One is resale, one is general sale. Make sure that you're turning off the resale filter because that's the $5,000 tickets versus the face value tickets. So my be best advice is to hold out, see what they do about this general on sale because I think there's going to be more tickets available. So if you're someone who's like, I am not willing to miss this tour. Like I, I fills me with too much anxiety to wait until two days before to secure my tickets. Would you just say like, okay, keep an eye out, but what is the secondary time frame that you feel like you see things start to come up? Like, are you saying like two to three months out? Like really you can, if you can hold yeah. till a month. Okay. It's like two to three months. Yeah, I think so. I think Two to three months you can hold out because you got to plan like hotels and stuff like that, especially if you're traveling and stuff like that. But you can certainly two to three months, we should have that general on sale thing figured out by then too. So I wouldn't buy secondary tickets yet at all. And then uh, someone just put in the chat, is StubHub reliable? StubHub's reliable. Ticketmaster is reliable, although <laughs> they need to be broken up and stop charging ridiculous fees. But SeatGeek? Uh, SeatGeek's Geek's okay too. So the the problem is one person who has tickets may have it on multiple sites. And if they, I've had this happen before where someone bought it at SeatGeek the same time I bought it at StubHub. Mm. And then I get an email saying I don't have it. 
Um, so that's what you've got to watch. Whereas Ticketmaster actually verifies the tickets, even the resale tickets. So those are the actual tickets. So you do run a little bit of a delay risk with StubHub if you're doing last minute or SeatGeek. I would avoid Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the one that always comes up on Google searches and I have not had luck with them as well. And then do you ever buy resale tickets on like Craigslist or Facebook that random people are just posting? Never, never. Tell us why. Well, it's like what I told my parents about clicking on their emails. That they get. Like, <laughs> I don't like, it's just I not it's best like, practice. Do not, yeah. Do not. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm part of a couple of Facebook groups that are concert ticket resellers. And all the posts are do not sell or do not buy from this person. Do not send this person money and things like that. I mean, there's no way to verify that. StubHub will back up and refund the money um, if you need it. No, someone asked about, um, it's the same logic for professional sporting events. Like when we go to Nuggets games, do you, you wait till the last minute. You, like you've uh, purchased tickets like an yeah. hour before you go. Yeah, that's the best time to buy it. I mean, if you really want to play it well, just have dinner right next to the venue and just yeah. keep your phone going because yep. you'll get things last minute for so cheap that way. So I do that for Nuggets tickets all the time. Mm-hmm. When we live right by the Bronco Stadium, we would just walk down the street and just like haggle, you know, like, hey, this guy is okay. But that guy up there said that we could have him for 60 bucks. So and they're like, okay, okay, I'll give you 30. I'm like, great, 30. I'll take it. <laughs> I feel yeah, like sporting events are so ex- different. It doesn't exist anymore because no one has paper tickets. Everyone's on their I guess phone. That's really so true. that was like, so I don't know. Again, ago. I don't know if I trust walking up to a person because they have to email it to you. And then what if they send you a counterfeit ticket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, hot take. Okay, okay. Didn't think about that. The crazy world we live in these days. Just because I like to hear you talk about this, Scott, can we wrap up with like a quick two minute, like what you think about the whole Ticketmaster debacle and like how Pearl Jam tried to beat them in 1995? And what do you think about this whole, t- what do you think about it? Like, what is your take on it? Because you've seen me kind of go through this emotional roller coaster. Not really, but like, I'm really pissed at Taylor. <laughs> I'm like, I think that she could have played this better. I think that she has a lot of power to do it differently. But what do you think about it? Well, I think like if you bought a so lower bowl for Taylor Swift was three fifty. I think was the cheapest ticket we paused. Yep, face value. Yeah, and then if you do get it in your shopping cart, there is another $150 in fees. At some point, the percentage of fees needs to be reduced significantly. I get there's there's venues and there's administrative overhead to do those fees, but when it's 30 to 40% of the ticket, something needs to be done about that. And there's specific tours, specific venues that only allow for Ticketmaster um, AEG is another one, and that's really it other than real small local venues. So the antitrust stuff that's going to be happening, I'm just getting deja vu of the 90s when Pearl Jam did it. Pearl Jam ended their tour and stopped with Ticketmaster and only did venues that were non-Ticketmaster venues to protest it. I Taylor's too big to do that, but I don't think she can do it. But at the time, I mean, Pearl Jam was playing 80,000 person venues too as well. So I I would like to see Taylor kind of step up. I know she did a comment about it, but there's no real like action items or anything like that. So hopefully she does it. See you next time if there's another tour, but then it's like, but what we're not fixing the problem. I don't know. Tilly asked, do you think 
Taylor will have a direct hand in this investigation or do you think she or will she sit by? I I think they should. Yeah. And someone's writing in the comments like Springsteen too. There's all sorts of stories of Springsteen tickets going for $5,000 as well. So yeah, it needs to change because these major artists are also part of Live Nation and then Live Nation is part of Ticketmaster. So it's all integrated and and. These people really don't have other options. Taylor can't go on tour and do multi-nights at other football stadiums that are non-Ticketmaster. So she only has that choice. So it's monopoly. And I think it would be interesting from like a legal standing point that Taylor is probably the only person at this point who could have legal standing to actually go and say, hey, I'm suing you because your mishandling of this resulted in me, you know, in loss of revenue or loss of funds or, you know, basically like I'm sure that there's something, well, who knows? I'm sure Ticketmaster has great lawyers, but, you know, as a fan, you can't go and be like, well, I didn't get a ticket. And so I'm suing you. Like it's, but I think that is something that Taylor could do to bring in like some legal recourse and say, you know, that because of the way this was handled, I was impacted in these ways. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I'm, I'm as somebody who like, thinks it would be fun to go to the concert but like doesn't really feel that strongly about it one way or the other like it's not going to ruin my year if i don't end up going yeah it's been so interesting to see how personally people have taken this like it ruined people's whole week yeah and and the face value versus pre-sale i mean the pre-sale stuff was really only her packages so we're looking at her packages and yeah well, they're 750 dollars, and you get a tote bag and a sticker like <laughs> I, I mean, I, w- I want an autographed poster for that. So there's, yeah, I, I just, I, what, what is the right amount that you guys would pay for a ticket? Like nosebleed to see Taylor Swift. Nosebleed? What's, what's that price point? I'm not yeah. going above 250. Nope. Nosebleed? Oh. No. Nosebleed? I was even saying like probably like 200. I mean, at that point, it's like the you're paying just for the experience of like being in the room. You're not paying for like the actual proximity to the artist, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. 250 would be high for me. I would say more like 200. Yeah. It just... Yeah. Not worth it to me. For really good tickets for Madonna, remember love when I went to see Madonna with Melanie? I think we paid 250 and I was in club level. I think I was in club level. But it was like, that's Madonna. And I was way willing to pay Yeah, that, sorry, Taylor. Is, you're not yeah. Madonna. Well, and no. so a lot of people are in the chat saying 100 for nosebleed. Like they would not go. Yeah. And I, even some people saying like, honestly, I wouldn't even go if the nosebleed was all I could get. So I think it's also, I think it'll be interesting because I think like, you know, in that kind of whatever, again, I don't feel that emotionally invested in this, but in the Instagram reply that Taylor had, one of the things that she wrote was like, you know, I hope we can find another way to see one another. And I'm hope, I wonder if that was sort of like a cryptic, like, Hey, we're, you know, maybe going to release some other dates at non-Ticketmaster venues, or like, let's figure out a way for people to, yeah, to play at smaller places or to, to expand the tour even more. And I think that also would be really interesting to see like how, what would it look like to have an artist like Taylor play at venues that are not football stadiums? Right. It would be a completely different production, but I think in a good way, but yeah, it's like at that point you're there for the production. You're there for the fireworks or the pyrotechnics. If you're Mm -hmm. in the nosebleeds, right? Yeah. Right. But if it's indoors, it's it's only the football stadiums that are 70,000, you know, Nuggets and Abs Arena is like 20,000. So it's three times less. Oh, Um, no. I mean, for sure, it would be a completely different situation. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, someone she needs Taylor Taylor Fest like Bonnaroo and it's just 200,000 people make it Woodstock. Yeah, she could do that. I'm not going to that. Nope. (laughs) 
<laughs> music festivals sound like a nightmare, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. someone made a good comment, and I'm not someone to like pile on here, but I just think that it was interesting. It was an interesting take. Nora McInerney, who's one of my favorite authors and podcasters, and she was like, you know, Taylor, <laughs> when is enough enough? Like, do you have to release for? different versions of the same album, merch on top of merch on top of merch, and then all this crazy ticket sale stuff. And like, when Scott and I were looking at the packages, what was it called? Like, I don't know, some they nicknamed it something package. It was like $700. And Scott's like, yeah, what is in this package? Like, what do you actually get? And then I asked you, Scott, I was like, what are these packages? Like, do they tell her to do that? And like, because she can. And so they're just like, charging this insane amount of a package for like you said a tote bag and a sticker like she decides that right like she decides that she decides it for sure i mean there's there's other bands that do like it's a meet and greet as part of it like smaller bands would do that but she's too big to allow that with their crazy fans but i think you but get like, you four put, posters and you can put anything but nothing's you want autographed those. right yeah. So she's really good about autographing. Like when, when this last record came out, like independent music stores, she would send autograph CDs to like twist and shout in the day of you can pick them up. So there needs to be something more of a premium than just the generic t-shirt tote bag and stickers. You need to do something or to at least get my $750. I don't know if I'd ever pay that. I can just imagine spending like, when we were te- we were texting about it in our little group text with Jess when it was happening, and I was like, okay, for $1,500, that's a weekend in Mexico. Think about, I don't know. And again, if this is like, if you are a diehard Taylor fan, then you would rather go to that concert than go to Mexico for a weekend. That's great. I love that for you. That is not what I'm choosing to spend $1,500 on. Like, two concert tickets in a tote bag. And that becomes part of this too, is looking at tickets as another strategy, looking at tickets at other markets too, and seeing if they're cheaper that you can get in as well. So you'll see certain venues, the tickets, you know, LA and New York are going to be crazy expensive, but you can always go to Arizona a little cheaper. Denver's usually a little cheaper. Tilly said a $750 ticket to Foos would have you eating fried chicken and drinking champagne with them after the show. I would pay for that. I would pay for that. <laughs> All right. All any right. last minutes, Scott? Any last minute comments? How was your experience? Did we treat you okay? <laughs> I think so. I love the chat. Everything's been great. Thanks, How love. This was really fun. I'm, you were so helpful. I feel like we need to have a part two. Oh, before you know, I forget. We're going to get this was... request now for every gifting holiday. Yeah. The yeah. other thing that I thought was a good gift that I gave you was... Uh, <laughs> Because I always like feel proud when I get a gift that you like. We I got tickets to the uh, Star Wars exhibit at the museum one year on New Year's Day, which was really fun. Was so I think idea. another thing is like, yes, that was Scott or Claire's yeah. idea. I and I remember it, like if, so if you have someone who is also harder to buy for, yeah, thank you, Claire. That you can get an if you can find an event that's kind of close to the holiday. I think that's really better than being like see you in six months. But that was really cool because like also New Year's Day, there's usually like some type of museum that's having some type of exhibit and there's not really a lot open on New Year's Day. So I feel like that's also a good gift if you can buy something, an event close to the holiday. Okay. Also to clarify, it was not my idea. I just like yes, it was. told Joy that it was a, a thing, but it was, it was, it was absolutely like your idea. It. I don't want like- to, I'm, I'm just trying not to take credit <laughs> for it because I was like, hey, this is like. A thing that's happening at the museum because Star Wars. It was and, a great idea. You know, that was and a, we had a great time. Cool. So, 
Yeah. It was the- all the costumes of the movies and all of the elaborate prequel Queen Amadala dresses and stuff like that was really cool. Yeah, I think that's a good a good call too. Like an event like that or like a like we oftentimes give like a zoo membership or something if like you really have like a niece or nephew you've no idea what to get or like a children's museum membership. Anyway. That's a good idea too. Memberships. We've paid cheap. for memberships for things. Yeah. Yeah, and like a, I, a year membership to the zoo is like 170 bucks or something. Like, or like a children's museum membership is usually less than 150 bucks. So if you like find one in the area where you know if you have family with children who live in different cities, that's a really good one. Not to immediately start another conversation about gifting. All right, I'm cutting us off. I know, but then I was like, oh, I think one year your parents got me a subscription to or a membership to the museums one year. Okay, really as cool. a follow up yeah. to this. We want to hear from people about your favorite gift that you have received, and we will post about them so that you can get ideas from like other from really good gifts everyone that you have gotten. And so on Instagram, if you are listening to this on Thursday, we will post a question box to ask for your favorite gift that you've ever received. And then we'll post the results on Friday. If as you're shopping for Black Friday, you can scroll through them. Because I, I think that's also like a great one. It's, you know, it's kind of the best way to get like really specific. Like, oh, well, I am such a coffee lover. And one time my best friend got me this and it was so great. So I think that's stay tuned and check Instagram for stay those Stay tuned. Anything right. else, Scott? Just it, the one side story. You guys have referred to me as the unicorn yeah. through the years. <laughs> and yesterday we were talking to Joy's dad. Yep. And this is a great Ronnie Z story. He's story. like, so I'm going to be building a Pegasus in my garage and I need to buy a heater to warm up the garage. And we're like, he's like, do you know what a Pegasus is? I'm like, yeah, I know what a Pegasus is. It's flying horse. And he's like, yeah, so I'm going to build a Pegasus out of wood. And I'm like, that's really ornate. That's going to be complicated. He's like, what did he say, Joy? No, that's no, no, no it's really simple stuff. Yeah, it's really simple stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so, so anyways, I'm inspired by Ronnie Z's Pegasus, so I would like to be referred to as now on the Pegasus instead of the unicorn. The the uh, un the curiously simple Pegasus, the like, oh no, it's really easy. No, it's not. We're just like on speakerphone. Like the, the wings. Oh my it's gosh. complicated, right? So like, complicated. I should post a picture of the crane that he built me for he he built a crane for my brother and myself. And these are things I'll cherish till the day I die. But I'm like, anyway, it's so funny. Like, he could go on and on and on about how he built this thing. But he was like Googling like the real eyeballs that you use to like put into these cranes. So it has like a real life size or a life looking real life looking eyeball. But yeah, we're like on speakerphone. And he's like, yeah, I'm building a Pegasus. And we're looking at each other like, did he just say Pegasus? The other thing, okay, this is probably not going to be funny to anyone but Scott and I, but I think it's just a really cute story is like last week we were talking about, hey, do you need anything? Because we were going to meet them for lunch. Um, Hey, dad, do you want me to bring you anything? Is there anything you need from Denver? Because they live in the mountains. So anytime like we go see them, we ask if there's something they need from the city because they don't get out to the city a lot. And I'm thinking like, I don't know, some jam that he likes. There's like the special jam he likes from Costco. And he goes, yeah, do you have any extra carpet laying around? Because he loves pieces of carpet. He loves to like put them in his garage to like wipe his feet down. Oh, he we loves... have a bunch of extra carpet. I'll, I'll bring Great. it over next time. Please do. Yeah. He'll be oh, so excited. Okay. So Amazing. excited. Anyway, thanks everybody <laughs> right. for joining us. So, Thank so you fun. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much to Scott. Don't forget to support our sponsor, Ned. That's helloned.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order. 
They are a great small business to support with your holiday gifting with some super wonderful premium products for anyone in your life. And you can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. If you don't want to wait to find to go on Instagram and tell us your favorite gift that you've ever gotten, feel free to email it to us. That sounds – we would love to get those emails. And we hope that you guys are having a fantastic Thanksgiving. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving to all. Love you so much. Eat all the food. Eat all the food. Don't worry about your plate. Just go enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, all. Thank you.